Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Well, the more money the league gets, seems like the more problems they have negotiating contracts with their players, which, well, I guess it's kind of like a reality show to watch from the inside out. Saints fans certainly... A little worried right now. I understand why. One player didn't show up for camp, and that was Michael Thomas. He is now in a holdout as he negotiates that contract with the New Orleans Saints. I don't think you should be worried about this long term, but it is very interesting to watch this play out. And, of course, that was topic A in these press conferences with Mickey Loomis and Sean Payton today. Let's bring on in Doug Mouton of WWL-TV Channel 4 to get his take on this. He's at WWL on Twitter. Doug, good to see you out there today, man. The beardless Doug Mouton. Beardless, yeah. Well, my mom didn't like the beard, so the beard had to go. Um, yeah, it was some interesting stuff from both Sean Payton and Mickey Loomis. I actually, I'm writing a story for tonight at 10, and I just watched both of them again. And you hear it differently the second time sometimes. It's just really interesting stuff. I agree with you. I don't think this plays out long term. I think it's done within a week. Um, but it's, it's interesting to watch the maneuverings in between. Yeah, and you had a, you and I both asked Mickey Loomis multiple questions about this, and you could see that he's he's frustrated that Thomas isn't there. He understands it, but he's also trying to play that balancing act of well, the now, and you're in a championship window, Doug. And well, what's going to happen two, three, four years down the road if I give this guy twenty to twenty-one million dollars a year? No, sure. Although I think the Saints will. I don't know if it'll be twenty-two or twenty-one, but. I mean, it'll certainly be in the neighborhood of 20. Uh, and look, I thought that was one of the more interesting things that Mickey Loomis said was when you asked him about the championship window, and he said, you know, he sort of admitted, and we know this anyway, but he sort of admitted we're in a win-now mode, which, you know, a lot of GMs aren't willing to say it quite as bluntly, but they have a 40-year-old quarterback. It was interesting to see him say that a lot of what they do with the salary cap and moves in the offseason are dictated by that basic philosophy right now that is very interesting to hear right off the bat but there was one other part that i just didn't get when i was out there but heard it on the second time bobby was asking him about an august 6th deadline for when something changes and mickey loomis legitimately not faking it i mean he's not an actor he said he said, well, no, look, I'm worried about tomorrow. I really haven't thought that far down the line. Like, I, I don't think they have any uh, uh, belief that this thing is going to stretch into August, that it will be done before we get to the month of August, because that question about an August 6th deadline just seems so like you're talking about 10 years from now. You know what I mean? No. And it, I thought that was interesting, too. I, I think Mickey Loomis is, is pretty convinced or and look, I'm speaking for him. He did not say this, but but reading between the lines, I think he thinks it's going to be done in the next week. Yeah, it sounds like it. And you've been here and covering this team during the entire uh, Mickey Loomis, Sean Payton era. And yeah, the guys have held out and they've had. Uh, well, I should say, guys have had these intense contract negotiations. Drew's done it before. They had one with Jimmy Graham. It's a little bit different. The fans are pointing this out um, that well, it's different because. The guy's not at camp now, and this doesn't usually happen with this team. Is it? Is it that different in your mind, Doug? 
No, honestly, no. And 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 really, I. I I don't find a great negative side to anything Mike Thomas is doing. Look, I know a lot of people are going to say he's under contract, but this is all he can do. And, and I said, I said this in, at six o'clock on the news. I believe it to be true. I, I think it gets done because it's in the most in the best interest of both teams. And, and the factors are one: Mike Thomas obviously wants to be the highest paid receiver in the NFL, but even if he was the second highest, he's making 1 million. Now he's the third highest paid receiver on the saints roster right now, which is absurd. He's third on the saints team. Um, So look, he could suffer a debilitating injury this year. Football is an incredibly violent sport. It's in his best interest to get a contract done now where he can take care of his family for the rest of their lives and not play hopefully 19 more NFL games where you're risking injury and risking your career every time you go on the field, especially as hard as he plays. So it's in his best interest. It's also in the Saints' best interest. Are the Saints a Super Bowl team with Mike Thomas? Absolutely. Are they without Mike Thomas? I don't know because he is so a focal point of this offense. He's a guy you really can't do without. Mickey Loomis admitted today we're in a win-now mode. We can't wait. And because it's a win-now mode, you need to eliminate all distractions. And so it's in the Saints' interest to get it done because it eliminates the distraction and it gets the guy who I sincerely believe is the NFL's best wide receiver on the field with you now. So it's in both sides' best interest. The last report from Yahoo, which I see no reason not to believe, said the Saints were over $18 million and Thomas was looking for 20 Honestly, that does not seem like a great disparity to me. Um, maybe a tiny bit of it is uh, – the fact that Julio Jones is also holding out and they're trying to see what each other gets and neither one of them want to go first. I, I, I hope that's not what it is, and, and it's probably not, but maybe. But all indications, and neither Peyton nor Loomis said it, but read between the lines, I think it gets done in the next week, and I think it will. I think he will be the highest-paid receiver in the NFL by this time next week. It's almost like a game of chicken, Doug, right? With not only Mike yeah. and the Saints, but you mentioned Julio Jones there. Who wants to go first? Yeah, right, right. No question about it. But, but I, I mean, you're, you're not far apart, and it's in both of your best interests to get it done. I don't see how that doesn't get done. And Sean Payton did not, when asked about it, he said he was optimistic. And, like, he did not seem like a guy who thinks this is going to be a long-term problem. Yeah, he's optimistic, and, uh, well, so am I. I'm optimistic about a lot of things. We're talking to Doug Mouton, sports director of WWL-TV Channel 4, joining us. One of the things I'm always optimistic about this time of year, it's hard not to, just, you know, the Saints and their chances this season. I always like to check myself, Doug, a little bit and say, okay, I want to step back outside the bubble. What am I – what can I be pessimistic about? What can we be talking about in weeks, you know, 14, 15, going, oh, boy, things didn't go how they were supposed to, and this is why. I'm worried about – the pass rush if Marcus Davenport doesn't make that big step this year? Is there any area of this team, whether that's pass rush or something else, that you say, okay, this is, I could be concerned about this. This might be, if things don't go right, the, way, the reason that it doesn't. Well, yeah, yeah. The only thing that I say, now look, you could have multiple injuries at one position. If you sure. lost Mike Thomas and Alvin Kamara, if you lost, Teron Armstead and Ryan Ramchek and Larry Warford. Yes, you can have combinations of injuries that could absolutely derail you. Obviously, that's a surprise to no one. To me, the only way this team 
doesn't make a run. And look, they made a run last year. They were they were Super Bowl worthy and got phenomenally unlucky at the end. Um, but to me, the only thing that can de- derail this team this year, and I don't think it's going to happen, but I'm saying this is the one thing you have to watch, is Drew Brees at 40. Uh, last year, it, there's an NFL stat, one of the next generation stats that monitors how far a pass goes downfield and it gives you know every pass mm-hmm. not not how far it gained but the actual distance of the pass and Drew Brees was 32nd in the NFL in yards downfield now granted part of that is you throw a disproportionate number of passes to Alvin Kamara he, you know, he was third in the NFL in running back targets but the fact is Drew Brees did not throw the ball downfield very often if throwing the ball downfield for Drew Brees would become a real issue where he had genuine trouble doing that, then that would change the way defenses could play you, and that could be a thing that would really be a major effect on your team. That That is a thing that could derail this team. I don't think that's going to happen. I, I think Brees is going to be just fine. He was spectacular last year. The interception rate was unbelievable. The completion percentage was unbelievable. But I do think if, if there were one thing that I would say I would want to keep an eye on, it's that. I think Marcus Davenport is going to be a star. And I think he might be a star this year. I am not worried about the defensive line as much as other people are. Um, to me, the one thing that would derail the team is if Drew Brees is not Drew Brees. Well, to me, that's it. Would it assuage your fears and concerns if I told you that uh, Drew Brees, even on those limited attempts downfield, he was the highest-rated quarterback last year in the NFL on oh, throws 20-plus no, sure. yeah, no. yards down the field? I think it was like 100 and 120 rating or something, but, yeah, that was the best in the league. And, and uh, Yes, and uh, you can go back and watch the Washington game if you want to see it. And then, uh, like I said, I'm not, I'm not saying that this is a thing or that's – this is going to have that's I'm not saying any of that. I'm saying that to me, that is the one worry because beyond that, I think it is the deepest and most power. I will say this. I don't think any NFL team has a deeper or more talented roster than the Saints. I mean, if you took the Saints, the first 11 in snap counts from last year, the first 11 on offense, only two or not back. And if you took the first 11 on defense, only one is not back. That's Alex Okafor. And if you took the, all five of the special teams guys that played the most snaps are all back. You have almost your entire team back. The, the two guys on offense are, of course, Max Unger, who retired, and Mark Ingram. You have almost your entire team back on a Final Four team. And all those players entering their third year – the third year in the NFL for a lot of people is the asterisk year. That's your magic year. That's when people should really take a major step forward. And for Marcus Williams and Ramchek and Lattimore and Kamara, all those guys are heading into their third year. There's no reason this team shouldn't be better. Um, so to me, I think the Saints start the year absolutely as a Super Bowl favorite. And the only thing to watch is to make sure Drew Brees continues to be Drew Brees. All right, i got to ask you this before we get out of here because training camp is just kicking off. And, Doug, I don't know if you're ever involved in this you know, unofficial uh, wager that happens between all of our friends in the media gaggle about a, a dark horse player to make this roster. You got one? Are you part of this? Oh, Are you making yeah, a, you make it a prediction? I, I haven't <laughs> thought about that at this point. I don't write this minute. Okay, all right. Well, I'll ask sorry, you about that next week. No, no, I'll ask you about that next week. See, well, you're, you're smart. Yours? Oh, mine. See, they asked me this early, and I said the same thing. I was like, man, do I really have to do this now? I haven't really seen him. I said, 
little Jordan Humphrey, although I don't know how much of a dark horse he yeah. is, considering how much people have talked about him, right? Yeah, no, right, right, yeah, and, that, and that's a, that's a solid choice. Yeah. Um, you know who I'd like yeah, to see, Doug? Because I'm, I'm, I'm a tall guy. You, you know what? You would have needed to give me like ten minutes leeway. To come up <laughs> no, no, you're I'm good. Sorry. I'll ask you this next time we talk. I'll tell you this. You know the guy I want to see. You heard of this uh, kid, Corbin Kafusi, who's six ten on the defensive line? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'll say this too, though. We looked through a couple of BYU games looking for plays, and there were not a lot of plays yet. <laughs> no, was, I'm just saying. Tall guys stick together, Doug. Tall guys yeah, stick together. You can see the tall guy lost a lot. So, I mean, <laughs> so I, I don't, I'm not saying. Look, the Saints would. Everybody out there has a shot. So, I, look, I'm not saying the guy can't be a player. I'm just saying I didn't see it on the tape that I looked at. Yeah, I'm with you. It's Doug Mouton at DMouton, WWL Sports Director and Anchor on WWL TV Channel 4. Doug, here we go. Thanks for joining us tonight. I'll see you at camp. Anytime, Seth. Okay. All right. We'll take a break. When we come back, more of your calls. Talking about the Michael Thomas contract negotiations, 504-260-1870. That's 504-260-1870. Text lines 870-870. It's the last lap on WWL. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 